Riley, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sport Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup. This week's episode of the Queen's Takeover podcast was pre-recorded on December 21st, 2020. We three would like to send out our most heartfelt condolences and sympathies to the family of John Huber, formerly known as Luke Harper from the WWE and Brody Lee from AEW. He suddenly passed away this weekend and it has rocked the wrestling community. We will go more in depth in his career in next week's episode. But for now, we would like to say thank you, John. Your legacy will live on, and you will never be forgotten. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas. And with New Year's coming up, we definitely want to look to 2021. And everyone has, like, the New Year's resolutions. Well, we wanted to focus on doing our 2021 wrestling uh, wish list. And so what we're going to do is like go through some of the major events, wrestling events at WWE and, and NXT and just kind of see what we hope will come from next year and maybe see at the end of 2021 if we're right. We'll see what happens and everything. So, of course, they announced it during TLC and everything. The next major pay-per-view is going to be the Royal Rumble. Uh, if it's anything like, an, I mean, every Royal Rumble is different. It always has some prizes and the the buildup, anticipation, and everything. Who's going to be number thirty? Who's going to win? Um, are they going to which championship they're going to go for? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so let's start. Let's start with the women. So, Jolie, your wish list. Who's your twenty twenty one Royal Rumble winner? Um, if I had to pick anybody, it would be Bianca Belair or Naomi, simply okay. because um, they're probably two of the best that have been kind of overlooked, especially Naomi recently and i think you know in our previous episode we were talking about how it's plausible she could join the hurt business and for her to go against oscar for the women's champ uh, the raw women's championship i think that would be the perfect way to do is have her win the royal rumble so that are my those are my two picks of the women for the royal rumble all right kayla um it was really hard for me to actually really decide because in a way I was kind of think of my favorites that have never actually won a rumble mm-hmm. you know because it's that kind of wish that you're like well I want this person to win I want this person to win but I would for 2021 to add to her grand grand slam list they've already won all the titles they, they've already um won the money in the bank so i would like to see her add a royal rumble to her match miss bailey <laughs> add miss bailey on that list she needs to add a royal rumble in there because that's the only thing that she seems to be lacking right now so yeah oh man i actually have something else for bianca like later on in the year and everything but i'm actually gonna agree with you kayla with bailey and here's the reason why um, I don't feel like her and Sasha are done yet. And so what I would love to see happen is Bailey win the Royal Rumble, challenge Sasha for the SmackDown women's title. They fight at Mania and then Sasha retains and finally gets her WrestleMania win. So that's therefore making Bailey shot pretty much useless and everything. 
So that's how I would, that's how I would see it and everything. Like I said, Bianca, that's my second choice by far. I see great things for her, but as far as like, because of the storyline and the segue that I want, that I see happening and everything, my choice would actually be Bailey as well. I would have gone with Bailey, but uh, I, I didn't think that it'd be fair that three of the four horsemen have won the first out of four out of the three out of the four first rumbles. That's the only reason why I really didn't go that way because people be, oh my god, the four horsemen! I'll go suck a dick. <laughs> oh well, it'll be all right. Well, yeah, the only really. reason Oscar only reason Oscar won the first one is because they didn't want her streak to end yet. So. So, but I mean, I'm happy that, you know, she won, but still people can get over. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not happy that she lost the WrestleMania match, but, but that's going to be like a, that's another, that's another discussion for another year. Okay. (laughs) Or or another top or another, another stroke. All right. Uh, Kayla men's Royal rumble. Don't give me that look. God, you're killing me on this one. You're killing me on this one. Um, payback's a bitch. Back again to one of the. Ugh. No, I'm just saying I've I've jumped, b- b- bounced back and forth with some of these. Um, if I really had to choose a men's Royal Rumble winner, um, since he's never had a chance to win it, um, and it has been one of my favorites for a very long time, um, even before a certain Mister TikTok came into the picture. So, um, I would have to say I wouldn't mind him adding a Royal Rumble. Um, went to his match, just say he's won one, would be Mr. Finn Balor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. I, was wondering, I was wondering where you were getting with all that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how can I say this, but no, he's never won one. Um, he oh. may not necessarily get back up in that big, big, big title shot, because I don't know what he's really got planned with him being back in NXT and how that's going to go, where he's going to go from there. Um, but even if it's just, hey, I run a Royal Rumble, you know, go challenge and lose. At least he can add that he won a Royal Rumble to his title, to his. But hold resume. on, all right. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, do you have a second choice? Because if he's still NXT champion, he may not be eligible for it. Who says he's still gonna be champion? That's not even a, a, a good thing to say because Brock Lesnar was champion when he was in the room. Oh, you know what? Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, I retract. I retract. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, <sighs> you're right. Remember, he was supposed to win it all and Drew just ricochet, blow, blowed him and play more. Yeah, yeah so the he, first half of the rumble sucked ass. I was laughing he was- at Brock. He, he was... <laughs> he was getting... Oh, who's talking. this big fucker? <laughs> yeah, he about shitted his pants a couple times when Keith Lee came out there. But anyway, all oh right. hell yeah, okay. oh, hell yeah. Okay. All right, Jolie, my pick, yeah, is Big E. I want to okay. see Big E versus Roman so bad, and I think that Big E would honestly deserve to win the big one. Um, I mean, Kofi has gotten his shot. I think uh, Big E is the second longest uh, out of the group in WWE, and I think he deserves his title opportunity, and I think that he'd be great. And I, I definitely agree with Paul Heyman with everything that he has said about without Big E. So my my prediction for that is the amazing Big E for Because I'm looking at everybody on the list, and you could say Finn, you could say The Miz, or even John Morrison, but 
John's going to have plenty of opportunities. Smith is going to have opportunities. I don't see Biggie having all the opportunities that those guys have. And him and Roman would put on a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. I'm torn between two. Um, Biggie's one of them. And then, of course, the other is my Texas brother, Keith Lee. Because, oh, it would be like so. It, I would, I mean, I know there's rumors uh, about like possible WrestleMania matches that are starting to float and everything, and him, him being involved in one of them and everything. But I would definitely, that would be like monumental if if he would win and everything. But I'm also torn with about Big E and everything because I, I too do want to see Roman versus Big E for the Universal title. So we'll definitely have to see what transpires with that. Okay, so the Royal Rumble all leads to, it starts the road to WrestleMania. And of course, one big question going into WrestleMania, what's going to be the main event? So Jolie? Unfortunately, I can't predict the main event of WrestleMania because it depends on the storyline. Fair enough. If, if, it's, um, if it's Big E versus Roman, I... For all we know, last episode we were talking about the Fiend and, and Randy Orton. That could actually main event WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Sheamus and Drew get to to their feud, that could main event WrestleMania. There's it, it all depends on this. Like that's the one question I actually had issues with was when you say, "Well, what do you want?" It, it depends on the story. Like automatically saying, "Like oh, the women deserve the title." Because hell, Sasha and Bailey could main event WrestleMania. Bianca and Sasha could main event WrestleMania. Naomi and Asuka could main event WrestleMania. It all depends on how the storylines are going. If everything is going as is, there's too many variables. But if I were to have my dream main event, it would be Sasha and Bailey main eventing WrestleMania because Becky and Charlotte got their moment and now it's their moment. Oh, yeah. So, and even. And even if it's like with partial fans there and stuff like that, it's like that they kind of wanted that match last year at WrestleMania with the fa- with the fans at Raymond James Stadium and everything. But of course, we all know what happened with that and everything. So, okay, Kayla, I kind of got to agree with Jolie a little bit because you can't really pick it. But I actually did have Sasha Banks and Bailey on the okay. um, as a main event because, like she stated, Charlotte and Becky had that moment. Um, and I think it would be the perfect opportunity for Banks and Bailey to light up the stage um, and get their moment. And where if they decide to keep it on Sasha, that would make her with her WrestleMania moment. Um, if they give it back to Bailey, it'd be her moment. So either way, I think that would be epic. All right. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll go ahead and move on then because <laughs> because it's like. I mean, I did have some ideas in mind too, but I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess y'all are right about this because it's like, it does depend on which has the most momentum and has like most heartfelt. I mean, it it all depends on the storylines and everything. So, all right, so let's move on. Okay. So another, it's not technically one of the major made, if, if this was an honorable mention for events of the year and everything, as far as like one of the major events of the year, this would be it money in the bank. And of course, it's like that one could go any number of ways. I actually don't have, I was thinking about this myself, and it's like, I don't actually have, I couldn't think of anybody for the men. Kay- Kayla? 
you're right. It was actually kind of hard um, to even think, even if anybody who hasn't had one, I actually wrote down AJ Styles, but okay, because he's never won it. Um, right. I'm like you said, it's kind of hard to really, un, you know, predict. Like, who do I want? Um, hang on one second. Research people. Hang on, let's hear. Want to see? <laughs> um, AJ Styles because he's won. He's never won. Had an opportunity. Um, that's what I was pretty much aiming for. If I'm not mistaken, I'll give you another spoiler. Mr. Jeff Hardy's never won Mr. and Money in the Bank. Um, So that would, you know, if you want to try to put people out there that's never had the opportunity, you know, to win that, that would be a good one. Um, Heck, we can maybe have Otis back in there and actually gain it. You know, that was kind of funny. Just fall into his hands. But no, I'm just kidding. No. um, (laughs) But no, um, I don't know. I really had to choose, I'd say, either either AJ Styles or Jeff, especially Jeff Hardy, um, to definitely go out to idle their careers. Because I know it's been stated multiple times that AJ does want to be home with his family, you know, see them grow up. So, um, yeah. so that would be a good one to add to his match um, at least one more time. Same way with Jeff before he does retire for good, whenever that may be, because right. he keeps fighting through. So. But like you said, the men's was actually really hard. So, <laughs> yeah, no, because it's like because it's like you could go some of the old timers and everything that are close to the end of the careers. One more notch under their belt, like AJ or Jeff, or you could do a lot of the new come like the new starts and everything with like Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. Cedric. Um, Shelton can get back into this finally and everything, and he was like in a lot of the first Money in the Bank matches whenever they first came out. So it's like. This one was like a toss-up and everything. Which way did you lean, Jolly? Um, you actually said the person that I wanted to win. Mustafa Ali. Oh, okay. Technically, <laughs> um, it should have been him anyway. It, it should have been him because the dumbass didn't grab He's uh, Ali, I love you, but you just stood there like a... There comes Brock Lesnar. Let me just sit here. Dude. <laughs> grab his briefcase. So I was so pissed off. Won. Like, um, but it like I really would want like one of the newer guys to win the title. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, Money in the Bank because it would elevate their careers. It elevated the Miz. It's elevated almost everybody except for Corbin. Um, and you know who would be a dark horse, and I nobody's really talking about it. Um, honestly, I could see Elias winning Money in the Bank because he's actually really good. Um, and it would be a very interesting concept, uh, especially if a certain ginger man becomes the new WWE champion. Because, you know, him blaming Jeff Hardy when it was actually Sheamus. But, yeah. Nobody knows that WWE stands for Walk with Elias. And can we ask why he's got that jackass as his bodyguard now? I thought he got fired. Yeah, or exiled. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was happy to see... They bring other... all of them back. Well, the other two weren't the dicks. He was the dick. He was the one that was posting all the bullshit on social media and getting in trouble. So, and he was... And one of the refs has been doing it too. And I think I haven't seen him in a while. So I wonder if his ass is in trouble as well. 
because they've been posting a lot of um a lot of stupid shit on on Instagram and Twitter. But yeah, no, I, I was that dude needs to go. But yeah, so I just feel that it should be uh, Mustafa Ali or Ricochet, in all honesty, or even Elias. The old timers, don't get me wrong, Jeff in a ladder match be fucking phenomenal. AJ in a ladder match is always entertaining, but mm-hmm. Mustafa um, or Ricochet would elevate it to a new level. And I would just want to see that and give Mustafa the, uh, the elevation that he actually honestly deserves. And before we move on, let me go back to WrestleMania for a second. Vince. If it's not going to be New Day versus her business at WrestleMania, I'm still waiting on Kofi versus Mustafa. The WWE Universe has been wanting that match forever now. There's a receipt. Uh, there's a receipt out on that one. Come on, man, get it together. Uh, it's not Please. just. It's not just Mustafa versus Kofi. It's also Mustafa getting his revenge on Randy Orton. Orton was the one that took him out. That's true, but I want I I want Kofi. <laughs> what do you want, Kofi? I, it, 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 <laughs> I, it, it's like I want I want him versus Kofi more. So, but uh, let's like get get Randy first, then it's like then Kofi. But it's like I want Mustafa and Kofi. Period. <sighs> okay. So okay, now the women. This was actually, I said earlier that I had something planned for her later on and everything. My choice to win Money in the Bank for the women would actually be Bianca Belair. Because I don't want, I don't want Sasha losing the title at WrestleMania and everything. But I think we've all talked about it before that it's a possibility that she could lose the title to Bianca at SummerSlam and everything. Her with Bianca winning Money in the Bank, that could definitely make it happen. Uh, so that's that's like actually my thought process behind that. Jolie? Oh, money in the bank. Hmm. Oh, this one was actually tougher for me because part of me would like to see a full circle for a certain redhead considering that oh. she gave her title away in the briefcase. I would like to see Becky win the title of uh, money in the bank ladder match. Uh-huh. Um yeah that that's that's my pick but if i had to pick anybody else i would probably pick uh Liv morgan um or ruby and that way they could say we're not using this for a uh, singles title we want to use this for the tag titles i don't know if that would act- they would actually ever do that but we'll see hey worth a shot you never know <laughs> yeah kayla um I actually had Miss Charlotte Flair down as Miss Money in the Bank for 2021. Hey, it's possible the Queen can win. Um, okay, because eventually she's going to end up getting she's she's eventually going to end up getting close to her dad's record. Um, but yeah, Miss Charlotte Flair, Miss Money in the Bank. Make it the second horsewoman to become Miss Money in the Bank. And those legs can climb that ladder, too. She's got some long, 
long legs. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think I think she came close before on some of the other ones, and they're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had a straight moment last uh, episode. I had to have the gay right, moment. Ah. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Man, okay, but yeah, you know, you never know with these types of messages and everything. But <sighs> that, but money in the bank always brings out like an interesting uh, aspect, and we always want to know afterwards, like when are they going to cash it in? Ooh. All right. So one of the things we always look and it's not, to it's not do- only that. Like, I wonder with everything with the pandemic, is it going to be? We're going to have live audiences by that time because, in all honesty, I could go for another cinematic money in the bank ladder match to be perfectly honest that was i'm sorry oscar on top dancing and dana brooke freaking out with thinking that she won it and all that that was probably the the most entertaining thing like we had seen since uh the boneyard match to be perfectly honest because and it was something that we needed because it was not the really this the start and the heart of where we're all locked down. A lot of us have lost our jobs. We don't know when we're going back to work. It was the one time that I was really, really grateful for the WWE. And again, I would like to say sports were back long before sports were back. WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor were all taping shows. Just Mm -hmm. because people do not see them as real athletes doesn't mean that they are not real athletes. These men and women put their bodies, their health, their sanity on the line to entertain Amen. us. And there is one thing I would like for the new year. Can we all agree that Dave Meltzer is a dick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all agree. AEW and WWE and ROH, in fact, that it doesn't matter who or what you like. AEW is not for everybody. WWE is not for everybody. New Japan is not for everybody. Because I really don't feel like staying up that late to watch wrestling. ROH, CZW, Mission Wrestling, uh, Synergy, Coastal Championship Wrestling. It's not for everybody. We all find our perfect niches and we stay there. But you know what? There's one thing that we can agree on. That wrestling saved a lot of our sanities. Amen. So... Yes, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Cody. I am thankful for Vince. I am thankful for whoever's in charge of TNA Impact Wrestling. I'm, for, I'm, I'm not really thankful for the jackass that runs ROH because he fucked over a lot of people. And I hope he finds the seventh layer of hell perfect for his ass because he was a dick. But hey, to yo. those to those wrestlers, <laughs> oh, he he fucked over a lot of people like big time. I heard. I heard. So, but these. People definitely, definitely, you know, helped a lot of our sanities. And dear Tony Khan, I have one thing I want to say to you. Just fucking stop with the demos and the ratings because they don't mean absolute shit. (laughs) They don't. Because we can go look at the AEW YouTube hits over the WWE YouTube hits. And a Nia, Nia Jax match probably has more views than some of your shit. Mm-hmm. So, and that's saying a lot. And you've got some good wrestlers. But focus on your product. And yes, working with Impact is probably going to help you guys. But you know what? You know what's not going to help? Keeping your women though down the way that you've been. You have an amazing 
women's locker room. Use them properly, or when you get called out, don't say that you're working on it because it's been almost a year, bro. Mm-hmm. Pull your head out of your ass. Kenny Omega, whatever the fuck you're doing, you piece of slimy shit, fix it because you said, oh, the women's division is going to be the best. No, it's not. No, in fucking hell, it's not. Yeah, you've got pieces, especially if the one rumor is true. And if that's true, well, then bully for her. The rumor is Tessa Blanchard's going to AEW. Oh, okay. But I can name 10 women in NXT and WWE that can wrestle circles around pretty much your entire locker room when it comes to the women and your undercards. And maybe even some of your main cards. Because I'm pretty sure Rhea Ripley could probably kick the shit out of uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Hell, Sasha and Bailey sure as fuck can. (laughs) Charlotte can definitely kick the shit out of some of y'all. Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi, Tegan Knox, (sighs) Dakota Kai. Those are some badass motherfucking women. Oh, well, don't let me forget Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, because she's still under contract. Don't yep. forget that. Let me uh, throw in Mickey James, Beth Phoenix, Natalia. Mm-hmm. These women can wrestle circles around your fucking locker rooms, especially your women's division. Do right by your women's division in the new year. Mm-hmm. That is my wish for AEW. Do right by your fucking women. And I know I went off script, yeah. but it's just been Sorry, something man. that's been bugging me. And it's something that I want for the new year. Because big, Don't worry things, about it, big things are going to happen in the new year. Mm-hmm. We might have to wait and see what those big things are. Right. So make it happen, buddy. Or otherwise, your women's division is still going to be lower tier to everyone else. Like Synergy Wrestling and Mission Pro Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, even though it's like um, actually coming up on AEW Dark, I saw this. Uh, I saw this on Twitter and everything. A couple of the Mission Pro girls are actually going to have matches on AEW Dark. Uh, so it it let's let me see it was Maddie Rinkowski and Jasmine Allure they actually went against each other at the Run It Back event and it was one of the men- matches I was actually looking forward to the most because they were jaw jacking on social media but um, yeah it's like I we see more of your women on AEW Dark than your actual than Dynamite and everything and sometimes the matches on Dynamite it's just yeah get it together Tony <sighs> all right so. You brought it up, NXT. So one thing we look forward to during the in the, during the year is who's going to get called up. Because yes, I mean they are three separate brands, but it's like for some reason it's like NXT. It's like it, it's not really developmental, but it's not really main roster ish and main roster level and everything. So we always want to see who's going to make the transition from NXT to either SmackDown or Raw. So Jolie, if you could have. Fun, Pick anybody if you if you could pick out some names of people from NXT that you want to see on either Raw or SmackDown the next year. Who would you pick? Well, like last episode, I said that I was talking about Undisputed Era coming up to Raw. I think that would be a great step in the direction for them, even if it's um, brief. And you know, but I would love for them to go against the Hurt Business. I think that would be um, one of the better things for that rivalry and to just bring the Hurt Business and Undisputed Era to a whole new level. Um, I think Finn is fine where he's at. Karrion Cross is fine where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see um, a Mr. Damian Priest come to main roster. Uh, I would probably put him on SmackDown and either have him tag or feud with Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would love to see Santos Escobar uh, versus 
Andrade or Angel Garza. Um, that's from the that, that and that's from the men's side. For the women's side, I would love to see Rhea Ripley come up finally, like she was supposed to. Um, maybe now that Charlotte's back, she will come up. I would love to see Io Shirai um, possibly drop the title to a Candice LeRae or Raquel Gonzalez and come up and team with Asuka. Okay. And uh, or even feud with Asuka. <laughs> um, I think the women are okay where they're at because you can always bring up other people. I think, you know, um, and even Mercedes Martinez, I need to know what they're doing with her because I, I don't want her to be forgotten about because she is an amazing um, athlete in that ring. And I think right. right now, I think uh, the unfortunate thing is like things do go a little bit stagnant, especially when you're stuck in this position that the WWE and even AEW seems to find themselves in uh, that you can't tour around and get people noticed and get them going in ring. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure we probably would have already seen Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir somehow come up to main roster. If we weren't stuck in this predicament uh, to help right. with uh, Shayna Baszler. And I mean, that's something that we, we have all been wondering and wanting, you know, because we, we know that they're actually getting better. So it, it all depends on that. Um, Shotzi, I st- would still like to see her down and hold the NXT women's title for a minute. Um, Dakota, I would honestly love to see her cut the dead weight of Raquel Gonzalez and um, reform Team Kick with Tegan Knox when Tegan returns from injury. Um, so yeah, it's like the main two I would love to bring up is EO and Rhea from the women's side, just because I think the women's locker room is actually pretty stacked at the moment up on Raw and SmackDown. It's just not being utilized properly. But again, I just, I think um, with everything that's going on, things are becoming stagnant. We're also going to have Becky Lynch coming back, whether it's in a part-time capacity or a full-time capacity. Most of us hoping that it's a full-time capacity, just because of the sheer fact that she has been on the shelf for almost a year. Um, I mean, it was legitimate reason. She, she had a child, and um, we forgot to mention it last episode, but congratulations to Cody and Brandy on announcing the their newest edition coming next year. I swear to oh, God, yeah. once Becky and Seth got pregnant, everybody else had to have a baby. So Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Thanks, Seth, and your Becky. Oh, there it is. <laughs> There's the Seth rant. I was waiting on that one. <laughs> and it, look. That's the one thing that is constantly bugged me. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's Seth Rollins. I would be pissed if Andrade got Charlotte knocked up. I would be pissed if Keith Lee got Mia Yim knocked up. I would be pissed if any of the female superstars that were having such a fucking phenomenal career get sidelined with a parasite. Because the unfortunate thing is, is that a woman has to take time off when she's an athlete. And sometimes she might not get back what she had. Now, we all damn well know that Becky is doing everything. You know, we saw the pictures. Right. Literally, the day, I swear to God, the day day or two before that baby was born, we saw her on a bike. Yeah. It's and like, then two days later, the baby's out. So, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, I have a feeling, and it, this is something that I've noticed, and I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way. I, I always felt that once Becky left, there was and has always been this void. Even yeah, even with Kyrie leaving, there was a void. Like, it wasn't as big of a void, but it still was a void. And then, and you know, I love Kyrie saying I love what she's doing in Japan, being a scout for the WWE, working with the WWE with their Japan division. You know, 
I I hope that she comes back to do some things and not that she's not fully retired because Kyrie is an amazing athlete and I miss watching her in ring. But once Becky left, it was like the women's division got a gut check Mm -hmm. and then Charlotte left. And then, you know, you had the shoulder, the the whole division on the shoulders of Bailey, Sasha and Asuka. And kudos to those fucking three women for holding up the division the way they did. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, you know, I feel that once Becky comes back and one thing is we get some semblance of normalcy, you know, we start having house shows again. And I know they said that we, that we probably won't get house shows until 2022. And even though they're saying we might not even do house shows, bitch, please. We know you want the money. You greedy sons of bitches. Um, and it's a way to get people like Keith Lee and Otis and all these other people that you're bitching about that need, you know, extra training. This is how they got their training, unfortunately. And, and it would bring up the women from NXT that are sitting behind, like uh, Indy Hartwell and uh, Karen Q and even all the things that are going on with... Um... Oh, that's what I forgot to say. Somebody said to Mayora is the hooded figure. Remember the woman that Sasha was training with in Japan? Oh! They think it's her in oh. the hood with the whole Zia Lee and Boa. So oh, okay. I would be fucking stoked for that one if that rumor is true. Ah. Alright. Cool but, yeah. So that's my that's who I would bring up. But I mean, Undisputed Era with their red shirts. It was like a little like in the back of my mind, it's been bugging me for the past couple weeks um, that that's what they were kind of pertaining to what was going to happen. So, okay. All right, Kayla, I know who you're going to say. <laughs> okay, who am I going to say then? Finn. No. <laughs> I know. You want, you want Oh, actually, no, you said no TikTok. Okay. Yeah, you, she said no TikTok. All right. All right. Who would you want to, I who, actually who do you want had... to come up? I actually have um, the Undisputed Era down and Rhea Ripley. Um, okay, wait, time out, time out. Do you two, do you two usually would... compare notes? No. Do you two usually compare notes? No. no. It's just like a lot of the no. time you two agree. It's like we get along that well or y'all are comparing notes. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. I this. I'm texting somebody else right now. I'm not even looking at notes for this. This is all coming off the top of my head. Um. <laughs> Like seriously, I no, I. <laughs> okay, no, we just can't. No, we just... Um, go ahead. <laughs> but no, um, I say Rhea Ripley because how badass and dominated she is in the ring. Um, her coming to the main roster would give her new opportunities. There's quite some people like I would definitely like. Um, I never, I would like to see her go up against Oscar. Um, there's just so many people on the main roster that I would love to see Ripley get a hold of. Um, Yui, um, I would definitely love to see, um, something exciting with them. Maybe put them up, like we stated earlier against the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even kind of throw them a little bit with Retribution or something. Give them more, bring them up to give them more, um, more things, to, more people to play with, you know, give them, I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. But, you know, more competition. There we go. And there I think go, if yeah. they came, yeah, they're dominated where they're at. And 
Um, more competition. I did not have her down, but I will agree when she said EO. EO would be another one to come up mm-hmm. for more competition. Um, and there's a quite a few more down there that would be great for more competition up on the main roster. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, now nah, we just... I know I was like jacking with y'all a second ago and everything. We just all like kind of like think of the same mentality sometimes. And so it's just like, <laughs> it's just very funny. It's like great a lot of time you like great. There you go. <laughs> great minds think alike. <laughs> oh man. Hell. It's like, even when we do predictions, a lot of us uh, pick the same matches and everything too and everything. So I think that's what makes us so successful. It makes us get along so well. Not just that, like we do disagree on some things. I mean, you guys said Bailey and I said Bianca or Naomi. Um, So there are things that we do disagree on, but I just think that we have such like a, a, we understand the way that things should be written and what the people that should be focused on uh, because we understand, we actually do understand the business to a certain degree when it comes to the creative side. And I think a lot of times we want to, like you know, if we, we speak into an existence, maybe it'll go into existence and you know the way that's the way it is but i mean we all right. come from three different backgrounds and it's just odd it is pretty cool that we're all pretty much chill and like not at each other's heads when it comes to being you know difference of opinions besides none of us are dave Meltzer. we're not dicks <laughs> you meant <to> that <laughs> sister <laughs> oh wow yeah, and it's like hell. A lot of the things we've thought about and everything have come to come to fruition on on TV and everything. So it's like in the in the in the, in, in they definitely been paying attention to some of our stuff. Um, and Vince, WWE creative team, we've stated this. We have the ideas. Hire EA Sports Wrestling Department as your <laughs> writers. We will not fail you. I promise. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. 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 Okay, so this last, all right, so this last one's going to be a little bit lengthy, but it's one of the ones you always want to, uh, some people like to predict this like throughout the year and everything, and that would be like Survivor Series. I love how they've been doing over the last few years with like champions versus champions, um, along with the Survivor Series matches, of course. And for 2021, please God, for WWE, let NXT back in, because yes, this past survivor series was good the one with nxt was so much better and everything so they definitely bring another level so please let's get nxt back into this for the next year okay so kayla survivor series got any dream matches in mind i got two which is a women's championship match and the men's i will go with the men's first okay um the men's more than likely will probably switch up by the time Survivor Series. But like I said, it's a dream. I would not mind seeing Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross, Champion versus champion versus champion. Hmm. Um, and then females. If my females are correct, I wouldn't mind seeing Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler, and Bianca Belair. Ooh. I love yes. that one. Um, I love that cause, one. Because I have a feeling now that Shayna has lost the tag titles. Um, She may be working her way up towards the Raw title. I don't know. It's a possibility. But definitely I would love to see Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair in Survivor Series. 
And with that match, I'd be going, <laughs> okay, whoever wins, I'm happy, you know. <laughs> so the fan, um, like Jolie always says, the fans win on that one. The fans would win. <laughs> yep. So, um, that's basically all I came up with as far as dream matches go. But I think that would definitely be the two I'd like to see. And uh, if Sami Zayn is still Intercontinental Champion by Survivor Series, just beat him to the wolves, please. Thank you. Nah, 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 nah. That boy's losing this title. That boy's... No, hopefully by the time this airs, he's lost his title. <laughs> no, but I love that. I love that women's match. I, I, lo- I definitely love that women's match because it's like Ember and Shayna have a lot of history because Shayna took Ember's title off her. And it's like Bianca had a lot of history with Shayna as well and everything because it's like she could never get the title from her. And so that's one I definitely would want to see. Uh, on the men's side for that, Karrion for sure. I don't know if Drew and Roman would probably be having the titles by then, but it's like, let's see, keep Car- let's see, keep Karrion in there. Probably switch out Drew for Keith Lee, and then as far as the Universal one, I don't know Biggie or somebody else. I don't know about that one yet, but I- we're gonna have to visit that one later. I gotta keep gotta keep a note of this match and everything. So I definitely love the way you're heading with those two, Jolie. Um, hmm. Well, for the women's championship match, you're gonna fucking laugh at this one Uh-oh. because I want her to become eventually Grand Slam champion. I would like Becky to have the NXT women's title. I would like hey, Charlotte, that- <laughs> I would like Charlotte to have the Raw women's title, and I would like Sasha to have the SmackDown women's title, and we get a rematch of WrestleMania 32. 32. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean that'd be awesome, but I'm joking. That would um, be awesome, but. <laughs> Uh, no, I would like to see uh-huh. um, Candice LeRae okay. with the NXT Women's title, Naomi with the Raw Women's title, and Bianca Belair with the SmackDown Women's title. Okay. Uh, men's side, I'm not even going to touch that because it just I can't think. Um, like I said, there's too many variables with that. With the women, it's just, right. a, it's just a dream match that I would love. But I would like to have a traditional four-on-four Undisputed Era versus Hurt Business. And then is seeing if Johnny Gargano still has the North American title. I like to see him versus Jeff Hardy with the United States title versus hmm, Damian Priest with the Intercontinental title. There you go. Because you were talking about him going up earlier. Yeah, I would like to see him on SmackDown versus Aleister Black since Aleister is on SmackDown. Um, or you know, I would love to see if we're going to make the if we're going to include NXT, we got to start including NXT UK. And come on, can we get Valter into this or maybe even Piper Nivens or Kaylee Ray? Yeah, I mean, um, but uh, just, there's just too many variables. Like, I love Survivor Series. And if we're going to do traditional five-on-five-on-five, five on five on five, like I, NXT needs to be back involved because that made that show ten times better. It, it hyped yeah. everything up. It made everything cool. The invasion was fucking awesome. I was like five feet away from fucking Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai and Mia Yim and watching them chase the SmackDown team away was hilarious. Um, I, miss, I miss live shows, dude. I miss live shows so fucking bad. Me, me too. It's like, that's like, I mean, mm-hmm. the, that's like one of the reasons, like, I wanted to get to that Mission Pro show a lot and everything was just to see a little bit of live wrestling again. 
I would I would go to shows, but I cannot risk my health. Um, my my health is not great. Like I mean, I don't. I have a doctor, and I probably have underlying conditions. But I live with my parents, and their health it supersedes mine. So I have to stay right. healthy for them. So, but I will tell you yeah. this right now: I will be wearing a mask probably at every event that I go to. I'll take it off for a picture, but. I will say this. I I normally get sick by now. I got the flu shot this year and I didn't get sick off. Of, like I normally get feel like I stopped getting the flu shot because I feel shitty. This flu shot. Only thing I had was my arm fucking hurt for like two straight weeks. What? Damn. But I did not get sick, but it, I something, it, they actually got me right in my one tattoo. So it's like, I remember I had issues. So but I think because it was like a different strain because they're trying to do everything they can to combat um, with COVID and everything. Um, yeah. The minute it becomes available for us, I've already decided that I want to take the Moderna one if I get a choice. Just because of the fact that Dolly Parton uh, invests in Moderna and God oh. bless Dolly Parton. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I- I'll still wear masks like cons. Fuck that shit. I'm wearing, I will wear a fucking mask to every convention I go to now. I will not have con crud. Fuck that shit, dude. I mean, I think that's the one good thing I keep this, that has come out of this besides this podcast is that masks actually do fucking work. Hand sanitizer does fucking work. Hand wipes that have aloe in them fucking work. And it's like, you know, we just have to be a little bit more health conscious and just. Yeah. But yeah, the 2020 has been one <laughs> hell of a year and ladies, I am so glad we got to go on this journey together. Amen. Me yep. too. <sighs> yeah, it's like um, as we're wrapping up 2020 and everything, it's just like <sighs> yeah, it's like I've been working home from home since March. Haven't seen my co-workers in almost a year. But that could be a blessing in disguise. There's always that one skeevy one that you don't want to see, that, you know, that eats your lunch in the fridge. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, That's so and, true. and I have, I've got a great gag for you, Kayla. If you ever want to get Uh-oh. back at people at your job, it's called Harbo, Harbo Sugar Free, Sugar Free Gummy Bears. You don't tell them it's sugar free. You just give it out to people. Put them in a... Buy regular regular Harbo gummy bags, dump out the good gummy bears, dump the bad gummy bears inside, and anybody that eats a lot of them will be shitting their brains out. <laughs> Go to Amazon.com and read up on this. That is some of the funniest shit I have ever read in my <laughs> life. So if you ever want to get back at anybody at your job and, you know, just <laughs> warn the people that you don't want to have anything bad that you're giving gummy bears and just let the shit fly. Literally. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's like Somebody's thinking. Joel, you said it. <laughs> uh, that, it's like, that's how big, that's how crazy this year has been and everything. It's like, sometimes it's like, it's been so horrible and everything. You just got to laugh at it. I'm like, oh God, we actually survived this crap. <laughs> oh, 
But um, yeah, Joel, you, you said it itself. One of the things that did come out of this is us starting this podcast together and just going on this amazing journey together. We've done this. We've been, we've been in three different states. We've never met in person before. And uh, it's just we've kept this rolling and we definitely want to keep this rolling uh, for however long this journey takes us and definitely see a lot of uh, new and exciting come, things coming in 2021 we hope and just kind of keep uh keep moving forward and keep on moving up kayla got anything else you want to add like we stated 2020 has probably been you know it's been a bad year for all of us um regardless of what happened um but i do have to say meeting you two starting this podcast um has been great um I can't wait for that opportunity where I can actually hang out with you guys for real and yeah. chat about <laughs> wrestling um, and be crazy together. Um, and then, of course, the launch of Everyday Fan Sports. So um, mm-hmm. it's it's been challenging. And, you know, we gotta all, we all got to stay strong regardless of whatever. And remember, in a famous words of... A rest, favorite wrestler of mine, I will say, you got to stay hype and keep pushing through. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and one thing I got to say is if you two are this crazy on the podcast and everything, I can only imagine you at a wrestling show. I have been yelled far- at by Lacey Evans, I have been yelled at by Lana. Um, I think even Eric Young yelled at me. Oh, Daniel Bryan definitely did when he was in his whole uh, emo Captain uh, Planet gig with Eric Rowan. He <laughs> gave me dirty looks. Um, fickle. Yeah, I think I got called fickle. But yeah, no, uh, I think my favorite one was when Lana and Lacey Evans both said shit to me and then Becky Aw. Uh, so it was my friend's, it was a it was for my friend's birthday and her birthday was like a month but she still made a sign it's my birthday and so becky's walking around the ring and giving her popcorn and there's this she she saw the sign about my friend's birthday oh did you wish her a happy birthday she yelled (laughs) becky yelled that at Lacey as she brought her around the ring (laughs) it was it was so fucking cool like i that's that's some of like the best things is these these house shows and like getting to heckle now, see, there's a difference, and I just, um, you know, I've been surfing the web since, you know, Charlotte's come back, um, when she came back at TLC, and it's just, like, the people are so fucking ignorant and rude, and and it's just, like, you there you can heckle, but you're heckling a character. You don't have to be rude about a person's, who that person is. And, like, everybody bitches about Sami Zayn, but mm-hmm. I remember this story from, I think, last year or 2019 where somebody made a homophobic remark and he got that person kicked out for making that remark. I remember show. that vi- I remember that video. So like, you know, even though he was a heel, like he still mm-hmm. stands up for what he believes and I, I, that's why I respect the hell out of Sami Zayn. It's like, you know, you can heckle, you can boo, you can make fun of, but when you start attacking that person because of their personal appearance, I mean, okay, right. yes, last episode I did kind of make jokes about Lacey's or not Lacey's Carmela's face, but it looked like I feel sorry for her because it didn't look nice. She did not look nice. 
And normally she's a very beautiful lady. And it was just like, who did that? That was horrible. It's like she was having an allergic reaction. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of her, but it was just, and I do apologize for that. I do apologize. I should not have really made fun of her. And like, but I wasn't laughing at the situation. I was like, it's like, I would cry because that's, she didn't look right. She didn't look like the Carmella that we knew back in 2018 when she was that badass of a heel. Like, you know, it's just, it was frustrating to see that shit. And so like that, that's actually my wish in all honesty, because New Year's Eve is in a couple days and New Year's Day is the day after that. And I hope these wrestlers get to go home and spend time with their families for Christmas and for New Year's. And um, I mean, I do feel bad for Becky because I don't think she gets to fly out to Ireland like she normally does. Yeah. And I don't think her family can fly in either. So I feel bad for people who can't travel to be with their families. But it's like, can we just be kinder to one another? 2020 really kicked us in the fucking balls, metaphorically and physically. Mm -hmm. Um, We have lost over 300. We have lost over 300,000 people to COVID-19. We have lost some amazing people this year, like Howard Finkel, Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, and many, many others. Yeah. We need to be nicer. Am I not going to stop? Am I going to stop bitching about AEW? Fuck no. No. I will criticize and critique <laughs> it all the time, but I'm not, doesn't mean I'm not going to respect those men and women busting their asses and doing a good job. Yeah. So it's just like be kinder and realize that we all went through some shit. And thank a nurse and a doctor mm-hmm. and the police, even though they piss me off and EMTs and firefighters, especially those volunteer ones that have to work regular jobs and then go save people's lives and possibly get infected in COVID, with COVID. Yeah. And the poor Walmart and Amazon workers. Like I live by an am like I live near Amazon. Uh, distribution and it's freaky when you go out and see that they have you can only go in one way you can only go out one way and there's all these white tents so they can take temperatures for people going in so you know thank every essential worker and i am personally grateful for every doctor and nurse especially those nurses that sat with covid patients that had to pass away and they were their only comfort yeah so thank them i thank them from the bottom of my heart Mm -hmm. i know you ladies do too oh yeah and it's like uh, um yeah it's like i have a uh my s mom's a a nurse at texas children's and my sister's been my sister's an emt so i definitely feel you on that one But yeah, I mean, we can talk about like what we want on wish uh, want, want to see on wrestling for the next year and everything. But you you nailed it right on the head, Jolie, and everything. We definitely just uh, COVID. I mean, COVID taught us a lot in twenty twenty and everything. And so definitely, hopefully, going in twenty twenty one, be nice or be kind to each other, and uh, let's uh, get ready to move on with everything, especially with. Um, turning over new leaf and especially on January 20th and I'll leave it at that. Hey, <sighs> okay. So I think I figured, I think I figured out. No, 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 no. 
I figured out how we might be able to get our nation out of debt, especially if the current occupancy of the White House doesn't want to leave. Make that a pay-per-view event. Charge people $25, $50 per household, per device. Boom. There we go. We could bail out the country right there watching that shit happen. There you go. <laughs> watching him kicking and screaming as they pull him out and you're here. Especially with how many Americans we have. Especially how many people there are in this country. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess we'll just leave it right there. All right. So on behalf of all of us here at Queen's Takeover, thank you for hanging with us since February, since we started this and through the rest of 2020. And we just hope you stick with us throughout the next year. Um, definitely hope to have a lot more coming our way, uh, coming your way and everything through the show. And here's, and we wish you a happy new year and the best for this, the best for the rest of this holiday season. So that's all we have for this very last episode of 2020. Thank you of the Queens takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time in 2021 as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.